Well, we have some bad news. Last week, I've been talking about all the attacks on Catholic churches, the vandalism, the invasions. And one of the saddest stories was out of Houston, Katy, Texas. Actually, a friend of mine goes to this parish. He contacted me before it was public and said, the worst thing has happened. They've stolen our tabernacle. Tabernacle is gone. It's no longer in the church. I have some photos here. Let me see if I can pull them up real quick. Yep, here we go. Here is a picture of the church with the tabernacle. You can see that it's behind the altar there below crucifix. does not look secure. It's one of the things that we're going to talk about today is I'm going to give everybody some homework on speaking to their priest about securing the tabernacle. Here's another shot of it. Just a moment, please. Uh, right here, another shot. So this is pretty easy to steal. It's a wood podium. Uh, me and a friend could pick up that podium and carry it out. It's a nice looking tabernacle, uh, but it's not secure. It does not look secure. So unfortunately, this just came out a couple hours ago. They found the tabernacle at a Burger King. Appears to be cracked open. Stole our Lord and left behind the gold. Clearly was not stolen for the money, but for something far more precious. And that far more precious is the Holy Eucharist, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, this is horrific. So we're going to pray a uh, an Our Father. And then I'm going to give some uh, suggestions from there. Nomine Patris et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Pater Noster, qui es in Celi, Sanctificetur Nomen Tuum, Vignet Reinum Tuum, Fiat Voluntas Tua, Sicut in Cielo et in Terra, Panam Nostrum Quotidianum da Nobis Odie, et Mite Nobis Debita Nostra, Sicut et Nos Dimitimus Debitoribus Nostris, et Ne Nos Inducas in Tentationem, Se Libra Nosa Malo, Amen. Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Nomine Patris et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. So this tabernacle, it would seem, was stolen so that they could steal the Eucharist. So that they could steal the Eucharist. And it was found at a Burger King. At a Burger King. We are in a war. We are in a battle. I'm not trying to sensationalize things. I'm just saying when people are breaking into churches and stealing the tabernacle, emptying it out, and then throwing the empty gold tabernacle, as you see here in the video, in the shot, cracked open the gold tabernacle with the host missing, it means they want the Eucharist. These most likely are cultists, Wiccans, Satanists. They use the host in potions in black masses, all kinds of sacrilegious things. And we must get on our knees tonight, today, and we must say, Lord, have mercy on us. Kyrie eleison. There are two things that risk the Eucharist falling into the wrong hands. Number one, communion in the hand. Yeah, but Taylor, I don't want to hear any more about it. I don't want to hear any more, yeah, Taylors anymore. Communion in the hand allows greater access for the enemies of Christ to steal the Eucharist, period. Close the book. I'm not even debating it anymore. 
Secondly, tabernacles must be bolted down, locked with the key, either in the rectory or the key in a safe. Leaving the key next to the tabernacle is not an option. We must make reparation for the laxity that our churches have regarding the most holy Eucharist. Can you imagine living in the Old Testament and just willy-nilly allowing our enemies to walk into the tabernacle or into the temple of God and steal things? Never mind the Eucharistic presence of Jesus Christ. So here is the challenge. Again, I'm just a dad on a webcam. I have no authority over your life or anyone's life, but I am going to make a challenge today. And that is, do not receive communion on the hand anymore. Let's have a standard of receiving communion on the tongue. Secondly, second piece of homework. This weekend, I want you, please, I appeal to every lay person in the most friendly kind, joyful way possible without any threatening to talk to your priest or one of your priests. Again, in the most joyful, friendly way, maybe lead in, say, that was a great sermon. Thanks for celebrating the Holy Sacrifice, the Mass for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, Father, I've noticed that there have been some attacks on churches, and I just wanted to make sure is our tabernacle bolted down and locked so that people couldn't steal it or get into it? Wait for the answer. And if the answer is in any way no, it's not locked up, the key's not kept safe, it's not bolted down, it looks more like this, my goal would be for you is to say, I would, Father, I would like to donate either my time my skills, or my money to make sure. And if you don't have any of those things, say, I want to help somehow raise money or raise awareness. I want to make sure that that is the safest thing in our community. I want to make sure that we are, it's almost like we have $3 trillion worth of money in our church. Would we just sort of put it out on a podium, resting there, not secure? Then why not? the Eucharist. Why not the Eucharistic presence of Jesus Christ? So don't say all that part, okay? <laughs> That's just me doing the rhetorical. In your kindest, friendliest way, Father, there's a lot of stuff going on in, the, in you know, attacks and invasions and stealing tabernacles. Is our tabernacle bolted down? Don't just say secure. Is it bolted down into the marble, into the wall, into the structure? And is the key kept away so that the Eucharist is safe? And if Father says, yes, of course it is, say, I'm, thank you, Father. You're just such a good priest protecting the Eucharist. And if he says, no, it's not, say, I would like to donate my time, skills, efforts, or monies to make sure that that's something that happens in our parish community. Do you agree with me? Leave a comment below. Also, give this video a thumbs up. Can we please, in the Catholic Church, I'm not talking about just America, I'm talking about the whole world, can we please lock down the Eucharist. It's that important. It's that precious. Another thing is we need cameras, video cameras on all of our churches, all of our chapels, all of our basilicas, all of our cathedrals, 24-7 surveillance on the doors, on the altar, on the tabernacle, everywhere. 
that deters people from doing these evil things. Do you want to wake up next Monday and it be your church? Where they say the tabernacle has been stolen. And then next Wednesday, your tabernacle is cracked open, busted next to a Burger King with the Eucharist, the hosts, missing. No. No. We don't want that. So let's all agree. Let's join together. Let's team up and gently, in a courteous manner, ask that question to our pastors and to our priests. Is our tabernacle as secure as it possibly could be? Do we have surveillance? And then let's just get this whole communion in the hand thing done. All right, I'll, I'll take a few questions. Uh, before I do, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to pray a Hail Mary uh, in reparation for this. Oremus nomine Patris, et Fidi, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or pronobis peccatoribus, nunc et etor mortis nostre. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Kyrie eleison, nomine Patris et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on us sinners. Amen. All right, a few questions. Again, remember, on the questions, I will privilege everyone who's a Patreon patron. If you want to support this channel and have me send you free books, take online courses, get all kinds of cool things, go to patreon.com forward slash dr. Taylor Marshall. Also, super chats will be privileged. And again, remember, use the question mark in your questions. That way I can, um, as I'm scrolling through, there's 700 people on here right now. I'll see that's a question instead of just a statement. And I can pause and, and take care of it. Again, just tonight, get on your knees and say, Lord, have mercy. Forgive us for being reckless with the greatest gift you've given us, the Eucharist. All right, some questions here. Again, I'll privilege Super Chats and Patreon people. First question is Gilberto Vega, consecrated hands only. Yes, the Eucharist should only be touched by consecrated hands only unless there is an emergency, a risk of sacrilege, something like that. Like if I saw someone running out of the church with a tabernacle and it was spilling out host, I would run and pick up the host before they were stepped on, even though I don't have consecrated hands. In that case, I would do it. Any other time, I'm not going to walk up with my dirty paws and ask for the God of the universe to be placed on my hands. All right. I saw a super chat. Oh, it's Joey. Joey was on yesterday. We did a great show. I encourage everybody to go back and watch yesterday's uh, video. We went through five ways you can have a security team at your church and highly recommend. We go through the step-by-steps. We gave information, how to reach out and contact. Joey says, I've noticed that the Byzantine churches have their tabernacles behind big, beautiful gates. Taylor, is this possible on the Latin side? Yes, on the Latin side, it's called a rood screen. When I was an Anglican clergyman, we had a rood screen. Uh, it doesn't have icons all over it, but it is sort of a see-through barrier that's sometimes incorporated with the altar rail, which in a way separates the sanctuary, which is the altar area, from the nave. Uh, in fact, when you read some of the stories in medieval times, one of the reasons these are there is just so people don't wander up onto the altar, but also because sometimes 
animals got into church and it kept animals from going up onto the altar and into the sanctuary. So yes, I think it would be great. I'm a big fan of it. Um, I Basically, since the early 1600s, it's fallen out of fashion. But the Anglican Youth Parish in Houston, Our Lady of Walsingham, I believe, does have one incorporated. So, a great tradition. Thank you, Joey. And everybody go check out the video Joey and I did yesterday on securing your church from invaders and what to do. All right, moving on to more questions here. All right, here's a question. Will you visit Kansas City area sometime? Yes, I will. Uh, I'm visiting France next week. And uh, I think I will come to Kansas, especially for maybe the consecration of the Immaculata. I want to see that. So, um, but also there's many good people in Kansas City. All right. Looking for a few more questions here. Again, just please use the question mark. It helps me out a lot as I'm scrolling through. Actually, you know what? I have this. Let me see if this will work. Comments. Yeah, check that out. Look at this. Here's the comments. Yeah, it's a Rudes. Thank you. Here, let me put this in here. It's a Rudes screen, not a rude screen. Thank you. This doesn't work as well because I can't bring in the comments. So I'm going to get out. going to work. Come on. Get me out of this. I don't want to be in this anymore. I got this new switcher. It doesn't always work. Like now. Hmm. Let's try this. There it goes. All right. Yes, it's called a rude screen, not a rude screen, because a rude is an ancient way of saying a cross. Oh my goodness. Everything is out of wax today. All right, we're back. Sorry. Technical difficulties on this side. Uh, Christian uh, Christian Unity asks, is the Houston Police Department checking for fingerprints? I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Uh, MJ Warrior. How can we get more traditional things for the new mask? Good luck with that. Good luck with that. I've tried it. Doesn't work. The new mass is the new mass. They like Eucharistic ministers. They like altar girls. Yes, I know there are unicorns where that's not in effect, but 99% of the time, you're going to get the felt banners and all the new stuff going on. Uh, Jacob, Super Chat. He says, check out Our Lady's Maronite Church in Austin. Okay, I will. Where is it? Let me know where it's at. I go to Austin a bit, quite a bit. We have family there. Colette Gallagher asks, is it better to take communion on the hand than not at all? For me personally, uh, I would not receive. If it was that was the only option, the priest was like, you have to receive on the hand or not at all, I just would not receive communion. That's just me. I'm not telling y'all what to do. That's me and my own conscience. Thank you, Colette. Good question. All right. This is a good question, actually. Here's Gilbert again. Any connection between Marxists, lavender priests, and churches that actually had protests and disturbances? Not that I've seen. In fact, I've seen more traditional parishes 
attacked. Uh, I think in, you know, more conservative pro-life organizations. Um, but I don't have any stats or any numbers on that. That's just kind of going off anecdotes. But it's a good question. We should research it. Uh, Brenda says, can this be classified as a hate crime? Yes, it can. It's illegal to disrupt religious services. Catherine, thanks for the super chat. No question, but thank you anyway. All right, looking for some. Oh, this is good. I was going to actually do a show on this tomorrow. Cardinal Zen has been arrested by the Chinese. Uh, my comments are prayers for him. My heart goes out to him. I believe that the policies of Francis Bergoglio have led to the persecution of Orthodox, straight and narrow Catholics in China. And I think this is, um, this is just another example of it. It's remarkable that in the last three years, we've had three arrests of cardinals that I can count. We had Cardinal Betchu, Cardinal Pell in Australia. He was acquitted and now Cardinal Zen. So things are heating up. Uh, let's pray for Cardinal Zen. I'm still gathering info and trying to learn more about the situation. And when I do, um, if I have some good stuff, I will make a podcast about it. It's just so new, and we and I've seen it going around and around, but I don't have any details about it, so I don't really feel qualified today to make a podcast about it because it would just be me saying Cardinal Zen is arrested, pray for him, which is what I said. Uh, but yeah, please, let's pray for him. I think he's a good man, good faith. Oh, uh, Peter Smith says he's on parole right now. Is that a development? I hadn't heard that. Uh, Ryan, did you get married before or after your Catholic baptism? Um, well, there's only one baptism. Uh, all valid baptisms are technically Catholic. They confer the mark and they give you sanctifying grace as long as you're not a formal heretic. Uh, here's a good question. Thank you for the triple question marks, by the way. Do you know if it was empty or contained the whole Eucharist? Uh, the tabernacle that was stolen and found by a Burger King did contain the Eucharist. It did. That's verified. Uh, clarification. Thank you from Patty. Cardinal Zen is out on bail, not parole, which makes sense. Parole kind of has a, you've been guilty and you're on out on good behavior. Bail makes better sense. Thank you for the clarification. Appreciate that. I got other people saying he's been paroled. This probably has something to do with the Chinese translation issue. But it sounds like he's been released, which is great. Uh, Gilberto, back again. What about receiving Holy Communion on the tongue from a Eucharistic minister? Personally, I would not do that. I'm a layman. I'm not going to touch the host. The Eucharistic minister, she's a lay person. She shouldn't be. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't fix the problem. Uh, I guess you're saying, well, I'm not touching it, but it's still, it's still enshrining and perpetuating a Eucharistic abuse in the church. So I would, myself personally, I would not receive communion if that were the only situation. And I honestly won't, I don't even attend masses where there are Eucharistic ministers because that's another problem and I don't want my children seeing them. So that's what I try to do. Uh, Jacob comes back with a super chat. Our Lady Maronite Church is 
on 51st by Mueller. Okay, good to know. Very good. Uh, he, myself, says that Zen was arrested for supporting the protesters in Hong Kong during the 2019 protests. Interesting. By the way, he, myself, why do you have Castro on your profile? Let's get that. Let's get rid of that. Michael Levesque, why do you keep calling Pope Pope Francis Bergoglio? Because that's his last name. It's totally fine. Don't freak out about it. If you go to St. Peter's Basilica, let me get a photo for y'all real quick. And you look at the facade of, of St. Peter's Basilica, you'll see something interesting. I got to get a blown up picture. You'll see the last name of the Pope. Mm, that one's okay. Oh, this is a good one right here. Thank you very much. I'm going to screen capture. Okay, so this is St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. So everyone who gets upset every time I say Bergoglio, uh, just realize this is okay. All right, that, everybody see that? That is the front door of St. Peter's Basilica. That's the facade. And over here on the top where it says right there, Paulus with the V, which means five, Paul V, Burgesius. What is Burgesius? That's his last name. So here we see Paul V, Burgesius, Romanus, right? Roman Pontiff. It's, it's actually his middle name, if you think about it. I mean, his last name, his surname is right over the front door of the Basilica. So there it is. All right, looking for more questions. Oh, this is a good one. Maximus Rebellionis. What do you think will be in Pope Benedict's disclosure when he dies? I honestly think that if there are disclosures, they won't be released. Hopefully they will be. But everything around Pope Ben the Sixteenth is on lock. Heather Anderson, are you saying being a Eucharistic minister is wrong? That we're only supposed to receive communion from a priest? That is the teaching of the Catholic Church up until the 1970s. That is the teaching of the Church until the 1970s, and I follow that perennial teaching. In fact. Early canons and councils say that we lay people not to touch the Eucharist and we're not to touch the sacred vessels, the paten and the chalice and the ciborium. We aren't even allowed to touch the vessels that touch the Eucharist. Let me see if I can pull a quick quote for you just so you, so that I'm going on. Here we go. Pope St. Sixtus I around the year 115, the sacred vessels are not to be handled by others than those consecrated to the Lord. Council of Saragossa, AD 380, excommunicated anyone who dared to continue receiving Holy Communion in their hands. This was confirmed again by the Synod of Toledo in Spain. The Synod of Rouen in the year 650 condemned the reception of communion in the hand by the laity as an abuse. Quote, do not put the Eucharist in the hands of any layman or laywoman, but only in their mouths. Okay, so this 
is the teaching. In fact, in 1969, Pope Paul VI said, the method of receiving on the tongue must be retained. That's 1969. So we have a very long tradition as Catholics of not receiving in the hand, not touching the host. There are exceptions in the early church, which I've covered. Those two exceptions, according to St. Basil the Great, Doctor of the Church, are number one, a time of persecution. Heather, let's say you are in prison and you are going to be martyred in the morning and we can't get a priest to you because it's a persecution. I could sneak or some one of your friends or your family members could sneak into the prison and give you a host in your hand or from my hand so that you could have Eucharist before you died and you were martyred the next day. That's allowed. It's persecution. St. Basil says the second and only other reason to have communion in the hand is if you are a desert father, a monk in the Egyptian desert, and there were no priests near you in your isolation as a hermit. In that case, a priest could bring you hosts. You could have your own little tabernacle area, and you would be able every once in a while, maybe on feast days, to reach in and communicate yourself. Other than that, it's not attested to. All right, thank you. Uh, let's see. I'll take two more questions. But the good, the questions are great today. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, Coughing Bird says, can a veil be a shawl? Yes, of course. Um, in fact, in the Eastern churches, it's often more like a shawl. It does not have to be the lace, you know, white lace or black lace um, mantilla that you see in most traditional Catholic churches in America. Uh, it could be a shawl. Yeah, it could be any, any piece of fabric. It can be a hat even. So good question. All right, one more. All right, good one. Jerry asks, can the patent be touched with gloves? Yes, so you'll see sacristans, and sometimes you'll see altar boys moving the patent, the chalice, or the ciborium, or some of the other sacred uh, vessels around the altar or from the altar back to the sacristy. Whenever they do, they always wear usually white gloves because they're not allowed to make contact with their hands, with their skin, on the sacred vessels because they are not ordained. They are not consecrated for that work. So good question. And if you go to a traditional church before, after a mass, you may actually see people who are not priests, usually altar servers, perhaps moving things, uh, sacred vessels, but they will have those white gloves on their hands uh, because their hands are not consecrated. It's a pious custom and a pious tradition. So Jerry, thank you so much for that question. All right, friends. Uh, thanks for watching. If you came in late, I talked about how the tabernacle from Katy, Texas, Houston, that was stolen. Uh, it was reported here by Father Christopher Plant. Uh, the tabernacle was found today by a Burger King, cracked open, empty, according to Adrian Fonseca, who announced this on Twitter today. Very sad. So we're making reparation to the, to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And then we're also in our most friendly, courteous way, talking to our priests and our pastors this weekend, saying, hey, there's been a lot of break-ins, there's been a lot of invasions. Is our tabernacle bolted down, locked up, and secure? And if the answer is not clear or no, may I volunteer my skills, time, or money to make sure that our tabernacle is bolted down, locked, and secure? 
All right, let's let's do that for our Lord. Let's do that for our Lord. All right, thanks everybody for watching. Make acts of reparation. And remember, oh, pray the rosary every single day. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and God speed.